Hello there, my name is Brad. We are Grace Teaching today. Welcome here. Also remember to join us at Quality of Life Grace Teaching Ministry on Facebook. We're a free Grace Teaching uh, page there, and so you're welcome to come on over and listen to uh, some free Grace Teaching. Right here, we're going to do a little teaching on, it's called the Burdened Minister. And of course, I have to use my own personal testimony on this um, to make it applicable in your life. Maybe uh, you're going through something similar. Um, <clears throat> the mega church. I was born again. Um, I was in the mega church and uh, to say the least, if you've ever been involved in a mega church, you know it's busy. There's plenty to do. And you know, I can remember uh, in an early, uh, at an early time, I, I started getting enrolled in all kinds of ministries. And so it started in the youth group, and I was on the leadership in the youth group. There was uh, the singles ministry, and I was in the singles ministry, and, and then there was the men's ministry, and you know, and pretty soon, I, I, I 10 years into the mega church, and I just missed Jesus. Can you relate? You know, what, what was the problem? Well, I was doing good things. I was going to Bible studies in the week, you know, during the week. I was getting together with the church and doing everything that I thought I was supposed to be doing. And, you know, we were even going out and knocking on doors and passing out plants and telling people Jesus loved them and that we just wanted to do this nice little kind deed because Jesus loved them. And we wanted to invite you to church on Sunday. And what we were doing really is trying to make disciples. You know, when Jesus rose from the dead, and, uh, and this comes from uh, the Gospels, Matthew 28, verses 19 and 20. This is the, uh, when Jesus rose from the dead, he gave the disciples a commission. And he said, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. And see, the problem is with this in my personal life is I took this as go. Jesus is saying go and get busy. Okay, you have a list. You have a list of what to do. Okay, so go and, and make disciples of all the nations. And, and, you know, make sure you, you know, get busy doing trying and i got into this self-reliance christian lifestyle and i i come to the point where i was just burdened and tired and i missed somewhere i lost my joy somewhere i lost my peace and later on discovered i always had it but i was so self-reliant I was asking for forgiveness when I sinned because the church told me I had to do that in order to be forgiven. I really didn't understand what grace was. And so when we took this personally, when I took this personally, go and make disciples, what I received there and what I got from that personally was it's self-reliant. You need to go and do this and you need to get busy. Well, I was working in, uh, not only was I busy in the mega church doing what I was doing, but I was also starting to work in the healthcare field. And I started working as a caregiver. 
and a life enrichment coordinator, which is an activities person in nursing homes, if you can believe that. And you talk about busy and self-reliant. And once I got into the care center, I took this to another level and I thought I, it was our job to go out and save people and make people make disciples. I mean, after all, therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, right? And so what I did was I thought it was our job to go out as Christians and tell everybody about Jesus and make sure they get saved or at least get the opportunity to be saved. You see what the problem was there? I lost my joy. I lost my peace. I was self-reliant. I was tired. I missed Jesus. I just missed Jesus. And so I went up to the front of the congregation once and, uh, you know, after the end of the service there, you have your leaders up there that will pray for you. And I walked up there and I recognized one of the leaders there that I was walking up to and they were going to pray for us, pray for me. And and, uh, I told them my prayer request. I said, I just missed Jesus. And I took a walk with Jesus and I walked away from that mega church because I just missed Jesus. I stopped all ministries, all my self-reliant programming that I was doing in the mega church, I stopped. I took a walk with Jesus and I found my joy. I found my peace once again. You know, later on I discovered what the New Covenant Commission really was for the new creature in Christ. And that was given by the Apostle Paul, 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 21. And it was more of a recognizing who we were in Christ and thanking Jesus for what he did rather than a bunch of to-do, you know. And so it goes like this. Anyone in Christ is a new creature. All things passed away. Behold, all things have become new. It starts off, Paul starts off by saying, we have a new identity in Christ. And so we have to get a hold of that. The next thing he goes to say in 2 Corinthians 5.18 is it's a gift from God. It's a gift from God to be a new creature in Christ. So I call this the new creature commission. We're saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ, not of works. It's a gift from God. You see? So when we were enemies, meaning spiritually dead before Christ, separated from God, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son. And so that word reconciled just means we were made friends with God again through the death of Jesus. But we were saved by the life of his son. By the very life of Christ. When we were placed in Christ to be new creatures in Christ, that's how we were saved. See, so far, there's not a to-do list at all, is there? There's going to be here in just a little bit. As we're going to see in 2 Corinthians 5.19, God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. So, again, reconciling the world means he's making, he's made friends with the world now through his son Jesus, not counting people's sins against them. 
And that's the message we have to share with the world that God is no longer counting people's sins against them. Reconciling or reconciliation requires a complete removal of sin. And so the message we have as new creatures in Christ is to remember that the world, God is no longer counting their sins against them. Nor is he, con nor is he counting them against us. You see? Like the Apostle Paul represented Christ, we do as well. First of all, we have to understand our identity. 2 Corinthians 5.20 says, So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. In other words, we witness Christ and we use words only when we must. Remember, God is the initiator. We're the responders under this grace covenant, under this new covenant, new creature commission. And remember, those who are led by the Spirit are children of God. So as children of God, as new creatures in Christ, we can trust the Spirit of God in us to lead us and guide us to do what He wants us to do. Or what He wants to do through us, excuse me. And so the Holy Spirit is in us to teach us everything we need to know about abiding in Christ and living from that life-giving Spirit of Christ, not living for Him. I was in a ministry where we did it for Christ for years. Even after the megachurch, I got involved in a motorcycle ministry as a chaplain. And it was for Christ. You see the problem is we don't live for Christ, we live in Christ. So the, the good news is that God made him who had no sin to be sin so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. That's a response, folks, to what Jesus Christ has done. That is not a to-do list. You see? And so what we're doing as new creatures in Christ is we're thanking Jesus for what he did and for who we are in him. The new creation covenant commission ministry. We have a ministry. Paul gives it in 2 Corinthians 3, 5, and 6. He says, not that we are competent in ourselves to claim anything for ourselves, but our competence comes from God. He has made us competent as ministers of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit, for the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. Folks, to be a minister under this new covenant as new creature ministers it was the life of Christ that qualified us to be ministers period not your seminary degree not your ordained certificate it was the life in Christ that qualifies the body of Christ to be a minister today so if we don't live for Jesus we don't live for Christ we don't live self-reliant lives to go out and, and make disciples how do we do this how is this going to work? Well, have you ever noticed the moon and the sun? They have a really neat relationship, don't they? The moon has no light of its own, but yet it reflects the light of the sun every night when the moon is full because it's been gazing at it through the day. Do you get it? As we gaze at Jesus Christ, when it gets dark in our lives, we reflect the light of his glory in those dark times. 
Peter said this in 1 Peter 3.15, Instead, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life, and if someone asks about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it. So instead of going and making disciples, what we're doing and what we're discovering here under grace is we worship Christ as Lord, and when people come to us, you see, we're not going to them. They're coming to us. It's supposed to be an attraction, folks. The Christian life is supposed to be an attraction. If the world asks us about this Christian hope in us, then be ready to explain it. He goes on to say, You were once darkness, but now you're light in the Lord. So live as children of light. This light within you produces what is good, right, and true. The fruit of light is good, right, true. But notice Jesus is the light of the world, and in him we have life, and this life is the light of man. You are a city on a hill. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. You're the light of the world now in Christ. As he is, we are in this world. And I'm going to sum it up with this. Now to him, Christ, who is able to do immeasurably more than we can ever ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. Be encouraged. Remember, the burdened minister is a self-reliant leader that's living for Christ and not living from Christ. You see, there's a difference in trying and trusting. God bless.